You're listening to the Imagine Capture Create podcast. What is happening, everyone? Uh, welcome to this episode. Thanks What's for up? tuning in. What's up from Logan? We got Matt Hoffman with us today. What's happening? Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely, absolutely. So we're uh, we're super excited about this episode. We're down at Deeper Roots Coffee in Cincinnati on Coleraine Avenue at the Roastery. Mm. And uh, we've, we've been uh, very excited to have Matt come on, share a little bit about himself and uh, how he's a creator and what he's doing. So, um, Matt, anything uh, exciting going on with you in the last few days, last mm. week? Last few days, uh, creatively or just in life? Oh, anything. Well, a bat flew out of our fireplace this morning. <laughs> yeah, I saw well, that. Actually, late last night, and it was, uh, you know, that was quite a bit, of a, a bit of a stir in the household. <laughs> Where did the bat go is the question. Uh, it left. It went out the front door, I'm pretty sure. I opened up the opened up the portals and sent it out. So I I don't know. Hopefully hopefully it made it out. Sure. Hopefully it's not just hanging out somewhere. Yeah. Come back home. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. I had so. a cat one time catch a mouse upstairs in our house and the kids were just screaming. And I could not get the mouse the cat to drop the mouse. So I had to pick the cat up walk it downstairs and out the door and threw the cat outside with the mouse. That's awesome. Yeah, we've got a dog, but she's kind of useless when it comes to, like, catching stuff inside. <laughs> we've had mice, like, in, like where we've lived and stuff, and, yeah, nothing. She just runs the other way. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. she's a big baby. Cool, <laughs> cool. Logan, anything? What's up with you? Nothing at all. Just here, podcast. Every single time, I'm like, nothing at all. Nothing at all. A lot of things, really, because we just filmed a video for SWAC League Sunday, that was fun and also stressful at the same time. Yeah. Um, then tomorrow I'm leaving to Kentucky, so that'll be cool as well. But yeah, good trip along. to Murray. Uh, is it Murray? Yeah, Murray, Kentucky. Murray, Murray, but Kentucky. it's by the um, the land in between the lakes in Kentucky. If anybody knows what that is, not a lot of people know where Murray is. It's a small town, way down there. Yeah, it's like a five and a half hour drive by myself, just gonna blare music the whole entire time. Nice, sure. sure. Mm-hmm. All right, well, Matt. Um, Tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, where to start? Um, yeah, creatively, I'm a you know I, I've been a musician for a really long time, so music's been a big part of my life. Drummer, played drums, yeah, for 22 years, something like that. Longer so, than I've been alive. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I've got some. I'm I'm seasoned. I'm a vet. Um, so yeah, played music a lot, and that kind of broke me into some of the other creative stuff. Uh, got into designing band posters and flyers and things like nice. that because. You need somebody to do that in a band mm-hmm. because you don't have any money. So, uh, so I learned that poorly at first. Uh, I've come, I've come a long way since then. So, uh, started taking photos and um, a little bit of video later on. I've always been a writer, uh, copywriting and kind of poetry more. I have more of a poetic style. Really, in all my work, you kind of see that come out. Like it's more of like a poetic type vibe. So, um, yeah. So I guess currently I'm doing all of that stuff. Um, specifically, I work full-time for Deeper Roots Coffee here in Cincinnati, doing the storytelling and content creation and brand strategy type of stuff, and um, run a story about coffee on Instagram, which is super fun, just taking pictures of coffee all the time and yeah. uh, formulating some kind of deep thought around this cup of coffee that's sitting on the table. Yeah, it's sure, sure. really bizarre, but it's a lot of fun, and it's connected me a lot to a lot of people which is really what it's all about so um well we wouldn't be here that's true without that yeah we wouldn't have connected without that account so which is pretty sweet and it's i've connected with a lot of people it's been really fun Mm -hmm. i mean i have the job here at deeper roots because of it 
honestly. Um, so I'm really thankful for kind of where that's taken me and uh, recently started pushing more stuff out on YouTube. I've just got all the stuff in my head that I need to get out. So I've yeah. been shooting some video and putting that out there and just trying a new medium. And Sure. Yeah. So I, I stay busy for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Just kind of let everybody know the reason we're here, you know, is you reached out to us because of coffee mm-hmm. and photography and Instagram. Yeah. You right. put it all together and you said, let's get together and collaborate. Yeah. You know, we've shared some things in the last few weeks, either through posts, mm-hmm. either through YouTube or mm-hmm. photos or even the podcast. Yeah. About how we come down here and we just kind of got together. We didn't know. Shook hands for the first time. Got right. our cameras out. And now we're back down here for a podcast, and it is pretty sweet. It's um, that's that's the great greatness, I think, yeah. of social media and, and the connectivity that it that right. it offers. Right. So, Agreed. Yeah. So that's pretty sweet. How did you find us on Instagram? Is my question. Uh, I actually think Brian found me on okay. Instagram uh, last year at some point. I think I'm, I think I probably went to True West in Hamilton. Okay. And. Um, I think Brian liked a photo, and I usually check out most of the people that like mm-hmm. some of my stuff, especially when it was a smaller account, like when it was a little bit smaller of an yeah. account, because um, I would usually follow people back. So yeah. if they liked something, I would go and like check their stuff out and maybe message or DM or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I checked out Brian's work, and I was like, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow that that <laughs> yeah. guy because yeah. that's some solid stuff. So um, yeah, I think that's how I think that's how how it happened. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah super short but I think that's it and I found you and started watching you know you were doing uh, I remember when you I think started your live you started doing a couple live feeds Mm. or live streams Mm -hmm. and uh, you'd say hey at 10 o'clock tonight Mm. I'm going to be on live and you know I would check out a few things Um, but yeah it's pretty cool yeah before that I didn't I don't think I followed any of your accounts and also until this year I did not know about Deeper Roots I found out about Deeper Roots through a friend and then it kind of became one of those things that it was kind of funny. I think I texted you Saturday morning that I was like at True West, and I was like I didn't realize that their coffee was True oh, yeah. West, which is one of my favorite coffee shops to go to yeah. in Ohio. And I was like, interesting. Yeah. Like everything, yeah. like small world, yeah. you know, everything. Kind it of all makes sense now, right? It does. Right. It all makes sense. He pulls his phone out. He's like, I gotta, I gotta shoot <laughs> I really his phone from Matt. I was like freaking out. I was like, who's that deeper roots coffee? <laughs> Matt's like, yeah, I know. Well, I think like for Deeper Roots specifically, so I started here in November of 2017. Um, They did a lot of stuff right before I started. So we moved into this particular building the week after I started. Okay. Uh, About a month before all that, they repackaged everything. So before it was like those old brown craft paper bags with like labels. And I mean, it was like really minimal. Um, which they'd had for a really, really long time. So, like, to move forward in a new direction with their bag was a big deal for them as a right. company. Um, so there's a lot of people who are, like, noticing the brand more now because it's got more of a presence sitting on the shelf. And uh, we're trying to encourage some of our wholesale partners to, to uh, say, hey, like, we're actually brewing deeper roots. So, like, helping, we're kind of helping them. They're helping mm-hmm. us. So it's been a cool, yeah. it's been a cool year so far. Uh, kind of seeing those things come up. For the bag, it's almost kind of just as important as your logo. You know, you see the apple for Apple, you know, and everything. Everybody everybody knows mm-hmm. who it is. Right, so. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The packaging, especially in the coffee world, because there's so many coffee roasters mm-hmm. in the States, like, it's super important that your bag is going to stand out or it's going to be unique or it's going to be, you know, there's going to be something right. that sets it apart from everybody else, mm-hmm. especially because the multi-roaster, 
um, trend is so big. Like there's so many shops that have like three or four different roasters that they that they feature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to have something that's going to stand out or look different than everybody else. I so, could imagine the coffee industry is so competitive. <laughs> it yeah. is and it isn't. It's a really interesting industry. Is it? Yeah, it really is. Uh, I think you see more of the competition locally than you uh-huh. do nationally. At least that's my that's my perception right. of it all. So, uh, I mean, we're not really competing with anybody out west. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, we're more competing more regionally. And even then, it's not like cutthroat competition. Yeah. It's... Um, you know what makes what makes you unique right that's really the the focus with with coffee so what's your mission what's your story what's your uh how do you roast your coffee you know those mm-hmm. kinds of things sure. i also like the fact that your bags say what notes of flavor mm-hmm. and information about that the region and stuff that's from because that is one thing that i don't really notice when i i've gone and bought coffee it's just like this is this blend or this is this single origin or whatever but mm-hmm. it doesn't really elaborate or give any other information and i like to know that stuff yeah so i mean it gives me more information on what i'm gonna buy also because it's like besides that it's just like it's just coffee like i don't know what it is until i try it yeah for sure i mean i could talk i could probably take like three or four episodes of this and talk about (laughs) creative in the coffee industry and how like marketing really plays a big part in the overall goal of specialty coffee and all that kind of stuff so yeah well speaking of marketing you know one of the questions I had for you was you're full-time with Deeper Roots mm-hmm. and you also have your own, let's call it brand. Sure. Let's, you know, I think we all in some ways are trying to promote our own brand, whether we're a, um, a company or mm-hmm. business or just an individual. Right. And for you, a question I have for you is how do you balance, <laughs> how do you balance that to promote yeah. a brand and then promote your personal brand? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. I'm still yeah. figuring it out. Sure. Um, I think as as uh, as I get older and our family grows, it actually gets a little bit more complicated. Um, gets harder. We have three kids at home. Okay. Um, so, you know, uh, that's also like the primary thing that I'm balancing everything around. Yes. I'm trying to integrate everything within that. Um, to me, everything kind of it's starting to kind of fit into like one vision and one goal so like last year i'll answer your question yes one year or last year my wife and i had a conversation about my involvement in the coffee industry and those kinds of things like i just got really passionate about it uh last year like i was i already i was always really excited about it and i always loved the coffee industry but i got really passionate about it last year i started to see some things and i thought that i could really make a difference uh even if it's in like the small corner of uh of what i do right um and, you know, my wife was like, I think you need to go all in on this. So when she said that, it, it kind of flipped a switch for me and everything started to kind of like move more toward that. Mm-hmm. I started to do some more freelance work for some local coffee shops and roasters. started to connect with Deeper Roots more, which got me into this job, which now it's even more integrated into my life because right. I'm full time here. And this is like my livelihood right now. Right. So um, but as far as like building my own brand uh, it's an interesting question because uh, for the past five or six years, I've been doing freelance work, kind of building these brands that I like came up with a name and I created a logo for it. And it wasn't my name. It was mm-hmm. an entity. It was a business. So I was trying to build that. And then like that would kind of run its course a little bit, like kind of seasons change type of thing. And yeah. uh, I, I was like, oh, I think I need to do this now. So I start to build that thing. And it's like starting over it's like starting from scratch every single time 
and it never really felt like I was getting anywhere. Okay. But what I realized was that over all that, that whole time, what I was doing was I was actually building my reputation with the work that I was doing. Mm-hmm. Anytime I launched something new, I was usually launching it to the same people each time. Uh, so I'd been building my personal brand over those years. So now people know like, well, they know that I'm a drummer because I've always been a drummer mm-hmm. to most of my friends um, in network. Uh, they know that I'm a designer, that I've got copywriting experience, that I take pictures of coffee, and sometimes I shoot video, which I shoot more now than I have in the past couple of years. But, um, but all that kind of stuff kind of comes into one thing. And, right. Um, so to promote, to like promote my brand, my personal brand, I think really just looks like me living my life and mm-hmm. doing the things that I care about and being vocal about those things. Um, and kind of standing up in the in the midst of all the other stuff that we see and consume, yes. and just being myself, yeah, and awesome. uh, kind of doing work that kind of uh, shows that off a little bit. Yeah. So um, it's that idea of like everything I do kind of has that poetic lean. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. it all just kind of starting to kind of mesh together. I think I'm at a similar place, probably very premature, but you know, kind of what you're saying is. It's really not about anything specific as a personal brand. It's about actually finally finding those outlets that are allowing you just to be the voice, express yourself. And when I roll it all in, um, you know, it's it's pretty cool. It feels very natural. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you and I kind of had a little message, you know, back and forth the other night about you know, imagine, capture, create, and what that vision is, and and um, it's hard to just sum all that up. Right. You just kind of go, you know, go in that direction that you feel pulled yeah. towards, and you know, you figure it out along the way. Right. And um, it's it's an awesome it's an awesome feeling. Mm-hmm. You know. So. Yeah, it's less like just to kind of throw an analogy out. It's less of like an intersection or like a fork in the road, and it's more of like a river that just kind of like yes. goes, and it just takes you wherever it flows. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, person, it's been super freeing for me just to like be myself and start creating stuff for myself, things that I enjoy to create, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, because it's starting to kind of put more of that persona around whatever my personal brand is. Right. So, right. Yeah. That's awesome. Real quick, um, three children. Yeah, three kids. <laughs> three kids. Yeah. I didn't even yeah. realize you have kids. Yep, yeah. three kids. Four-year-old, uh, Tessa, it's our oldest daughter. Elsie is two. She's our second daughter. And then we just had a son uh, July 3rd. Three kids and also three very young kids. Yeah, that are probably loud. <laughs> probably, well, two of them are loud. Yeah, uh, and super fun. Sure, they're. They are. I mean, just out of their minds, amazing. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think this is probably the hardest season that mm-hmm. I'll ever experience in my life, uh, as far as just chaos and uh, no rest yeah. or little oh, rest. It's a fun time. It's it's been amazing. It really is. It's been Those it's times. been awesome. And I learned a lot about myself and what I'm actually capable of and not capable mm-hmm. of and what I need to work on. So yeah. kids have been yeah. a huge, a huge gift. Sure. Well, that, you know, that's, those are challenges and, you know, having children that young and I mean, absolute, I just loved when my kids were that age, just so much fun, but it, you know, creates that work life, but you know, it's just the whole thing. Like you said, priority now revolves around the home right. and, and right. your family. Yeah. Um, but as a creator, what challenges are you currently facing? Is there any one or a couple challenges? Um, as a creator, yeah. um, I th- that's an interesting that's an interesting question. Uh, 
Um, or like maybe you know the current you know vision you have for something. Is there an obstacle that's yeah. you're still trying to yeah. get past? Um, so I'm a big advocate of using the gear that you have. Yep. So really pushing yourself to like uh, doing the best work that you can with the resources that you actually have mm -hmm. in your hands currently. The problem with that is that you're going to get capped, and we've talked about this a little bit, I think. And I've made a, one of my YouTube videos was a, was about this, um, and I, I'm, it's this constant battle back and forth in my head of like, uh, yeah, I can do a lot of really good things with like my camera gear specifically, but then I watch like this, you know, 120 you know frames per second like slowed down, and it's super crisp and super buttery, and it's like. Oh, I can't do that with my little 60D. Like, I can shoot 720 at 60 frames right. and fake it, but I don't want to fake it. Like, I yes. want it to. I want it to be the real thing. I'm a perfectionist, man. Like, uh, I just want my stuff to be like exactly what I'm envisioning. Not necessarily the best. I'm not. I don't, I'm not one of those people who's like always striving to be the best at this thing or that yeah. thing. But I have vision. I get visions really easily, and I want to hit the vision. And if I don't hit what I'm expecting to hit, mm -hmm. I get really frustrated with myself. Um, so gear, the gear cap is really, it's a big yeah. culprit for that. Um, and just not having like the mm -hmm. income and the resources to be able to upgrade very often. Um, just a constant right. you know, back and forth. Yeah. But then I get content again, and I'm like, oh, no, I shot this really sweet thing, and I figured out how to do something new with my camera that I didn't know about before. Mm. Um, like with the 720, and then you know, uh, interpreting it as 24 frames. Like I never even knew that was a thing, and it like still gives me really nice slow-mo. Sure. Uh, sorry, I don't want to get too far into the weeds with like <laughs> no. the geekery. But well, I think well, your stuff yeah. looks, it looks great. Thanks. I mean, I, I, you know, it's very inspirational to me. And I think you do a great job with the gear you have. Thank you. You know, and, and people, we get stuck on that. You know, Logan and I go back Amen. and forth. Yes. Amen. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the brother right there. He's, yeah. yeah. He's the slow mo <laughs> kid. Uh, but now we know Luke, right? We met Luke on yeah. Sunday, and you know, just killed it yeah. um, with what he shot. And you know, again, I, you know, I have the same envy at mm -hmm. times. Um, I think we all, our personal bests, are just what we personally. Are striving for right. and sometimes we just you know we don't care at points where it stacks up to anybody else right. um, but we're the same way it's like um, you know you see that it's mm -hmm. like oh man I just don't have the gear however <laughs> most of the time when you watch something people aren't going unless it's just really a bad edit they're not looking at it going I think that's 60 frames not 120 right yeah. you know that's right. just it's just not as buttery right. it's a little chunky yeah you know yeah we actually talked about this earlier today we were yes, talking right. about frame rates and all kinds of stuff like that and then also with luke's footage one of the things i noticed i was like man that dynamic range like the sky's yeah. exposed just as well as the subject in the frame and then you were like well who's going to notice that and i'm like like you know it's one of those things it's like I like it and I love it and that's one of the reasons I want to buy the like Sony a7 III but at the same time does that tell a better story no it doesn't make any difference yeah. I mean I'll have to look it up and share on social media but there's some horror movie that came out where the director really wanted to push the point of it doesn't matter what gear you have it's all about the story at the end of the day and he filmed everything on an iphone 6s plus right. the entire thing yeah and the mic that they used was probably something just as good as like a rode video mic pro yeah so really their budget for gear wise was like thousand bucks right there and yeah. that's it yeah that's all they use for the entire film which is insane yeah 
So, I mean, but it's just one of those things that the story is what really matters. And, you know, I love video, but also what I've heard a lot of people say is it's 70% audio and 30% video. Mm. Not to put, like, a number on it, but it is mainly audio because people will watch those crappy vines that are, like, super low resolution, but no one will listen to anything that's crappy audio. Right, right. Yeah. You know, and that's one thing to take in consideration that I love video so much, but it's easy to forget about the audio because I'm so focused on video. Yeah. But the audio sometimes is more important. Yeah. Yeah. Like with what we shot on Sunday, you haven't seen it yet, but the the actual athletes that spoke. One of the things that jumped out to us is, I mean, the audio or the video is crisp, mm-hmm. spot on, beautiful 4K. But what we're <laughs> what when we're looking at it, what are we focusing on? Is what's the audio sound like? Yeah, because if their audio is down or yep subpar it just yep. it just loses everything and you know going back to the slow-mo you know how many movies have we watched in life that has just captivated us we've watched it more than mm-hmm. one time four times five mm-hmm. times and it's 24 frames yeah the whole movie yeah not a, yeah yeah so. i think what's so like i think what's so appealing to me about the slow motion stuff is that i don't have a good state like my camera doesn't have in body i don't have any stabilized lenses right. so like shooting in 24 i can get away with it if i if it's like locked up on a tripod or mm-hmm. if i'm on a monopod but if i'm trying to do handheld stuff which i right. really love to do handheld stuff Same. uh it's all over the place like it's so shaky and right. uh it's just yeah it's just not very i mean it works sometimes like i've mm-hmm. like i said i've found some ways that i can make it work um but it's not all the cases so like that's why yeah. like this the the slower motion the higher frame rate like that's it's so appealing to me right and it almost gives off the illusion of stabilization sometimes because you it's slowing down all of your movements right. and everything so you're able to kind right. of grab those pieces that are were actually were stable for like half a second or yeah. now stable for like five or six right so allows you to like salvage some more yeah. some more of your footage but that also kind of goes to your point of capping off because mm-hmm. that is one thing it's like i don't care how good you are there's just some things that you can't like stabilize your camera without yeah. an actual proper stabilizer right. or a gimbal. Right. Like I'm not going to get unshaky footage sitting on, in the back of a truck filming, you know, like another car that right. is, is impossible. Right. So yeah. that's kind of, that's some of that stuff that like the gear and you kind of, they work together. They mesh together. Yeah. It's just, it's almost sometimes in that instance, just as much the gear as it is you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's an yeah. extension of your arm. <laughs> It I is. don't know. I just it felt is. like saying that. That's I've cool. even tried to do it 24 frames and pull it off every once in a while. Mm-hmm. It's just my slow movement, mm-hmm. you know, and in, in onto something. Um, again, yeah. it's not slow-mo. I'm not capturing you moving and you're in slow motion. Right. But um, just that, you know, kind of either pan or that mm-hmm. slider shot or that, you know, zoom in or kind of move in on something. Right. Um, yeah. You kind of you use a little bit of trickery. But you don't always nail right. that handheld. Move really you know? slow. And I'm the same way. <laughs> Shooting a can, you know, the Canon systems we shoot, there is no in body. Right. Um, so it makes it very tough. They don't have that on any of them, do they? No, not no, that no. I'm aware of. You know. And then if you shoot like you want to shoot some 85 millimeter, then obviously you know we know that uh, you know unless you're shooting wider, yeah. You know, the tighter you get, yeah. Um, the more movement shows up. So right. that's the dilemma I'm having currently is why I want to buy a gimbal is because I have two really nice vintage lenses from the seventies. I really yeah. love them. I like the look of it and I want to shoot more video. I've taken tons of pictures. That's not hard. Just yeah. turn up my shutter speed a lot. You know, right. I can take my time, but with the video, none of the footage is really that salvageable because they're all one's a, because of the crop factor, one's a 75 millimeter and hmm. another's like a 50 millimeter. Yeah. So I'm already zoomed in more. Yeah. So then that's, that's the part that's just kind of like it sucks because I almost feel like I can't yep. film with them. Yep. So I've kind of capped off there because 
my Sony specifically doesn't have the in-body stabilization. Yeah. I got the model right before they put it. Yeah. The, the, it's the A6300. The A6500 has that stabilization. Yeah, gear, we're all gas. gear, gas. Got a lot I, of gas right I now. I have it, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt, uh, as a creator, what would be one thing, or it could be more than one thing, that you would maybe offer to someone who's trying to brand themselves or yeah. or find their voice you know we take the brand off but um is there anything that you've learned along your way that you could throw out there for somebody yeah for sure um it's kind of a two two-part thing so i think uh finding your your voice is is the most crucial um i think your voice is the context for your story and i think your, the context is the most important part of any story so uh, if you don't have the things that you believe in, that you stand up for, that you would die for, established and uh, clear in your own mind and in your own heart, uh, you're not going to be able to communicate those things. So really take the time to establish those things in your own life. And then beyond that, you can kind of wrap everything else around it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, a couple years ago, I, uh, I kind of got this idea that uh, if brands actually became the stories that they wanted to tell mm-hmm. instead of just telling a bunch of stories, mm-hmm. uh, engagement would actually change for them with their audience and with their followers, and they would actually establish more of a relationship with them. Um, I think that goes for brands. I think it goes for people. Yeah. You know, If we uh, just actually live out the things that we care about and live out the things that we value and tie into our mission moving forward, uh, we're going to see the fruit of that um, grow a lot more. Um, I feel like you can tell the best story if it really is you and it's what you're passionate about and what fulfills you. Because if it's not, then why would you put in a lot of effort to something you don't really care about? Right. Yeah, I think when you're striving after uh, just getting attention and just getting uh, people to do something... I think it, it, it'll fall flat eventually. Like it's not sustainable. Um, but if you are doing the thing that you care about always, um, people will latch onto that. You know, yeah. people will, uh, they'll agree with it and they'll, they'll latch onto it and they'll start to follow you mm-hmm. in doing that. You created a movement, not just a, uh, not just a brand or a business. Right. That's a great point. Great point. I know um, when I started getting into video a little more, you know, I got, caught into the Peter McKinnon and mm-hmm. you know, the Casey Neistats and stuff. Who doesn't, right? Right, you know, it's yeah. great inspiration and, you know, cool stuff. But I knew I wanted to say something, mm-hmm. but I began initially to really just replicate yeah. and, and do to be doing. Yeah. And it quickly fell short, Yeah. you know, and until I finally agreed that, you know, kind of the imagine, capture, create and everything has really just... It, I've kind of hit that river that you mm-hmm. talked about now, and there is a lot there that I want to share and communicate and begin to live out. Yeah, and it is it has changed everything. Yeah, you know it really yeah. does. You know, and sometimes I think we all we all have to take the time, be patient, mm-hmm. and dig deep. Yeah, be self aware and figure out what that what is it yeah. that we believe in yeah. that we want to you know begin to create that mission. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I kind of watch, I watch everybody on social media and you wonder out of all the thousands and thousands of people, how many are for attention and how many are really driving to yeah. 
to to say something to bring awareness to something yeah you know that they believe in yeah. you know and that's a much deeper I would say yeah. majority or it's I think a lot of it kind of comes back to it with like you know being yourself it's sustainable long term it's almost that I want it now yeah. self gratification it's like yes. and you get that with the short term of like you know doing it for the likes or the follows or whatever it may be right but then it eventually just kind of stops until the next thing yeah. you know then the long term I think people kind of shy away almost from being themselves one of maybe just like a fear but then also it's like you know you're doing all this work and do all this stuff and it's like oh no one no one cares about me no one's watching my stuff yeah. you know kind of aren't patient with ourselves yeah. you know yeah I think I mean a lot of people are like copying the success of these influencers yes. like that's actually what they're latching onto they're just copying the success and then they're mm -hmm. just doing the same stuff they're just replicating the, the yes. thing that they're seeing now but they're not replicating the stuff that it took to get there they're not replicating the journey that it took to get to that success point right. for you know for Peter McKinnon and Casey Neistat and uh, now Cody Warner and like these guys oh, yeah, that just that. like are on fire on mm -hmm. with like the influence you know yeah. uh, but it's not like they've only been doing it for a year They've right. been building up to it. Right. You know? So uh, don't, yeah, I guess maybe that's another another piece of advice is don't mm -hmm. copy the success, copy the journey. So, yeah. Quote right there. Right. That's like, right That could be like the quote of the video or something <laughs> or a post. But I think I, I mentioned to Brian before, and I don't know if I mentioned in the podcast. It's one of those things like we see where that person is now, but we don't, like you said, the journey. We don't see what it took for them to get there, the late hours, all the hard right. work that they put in. Right. Peter has a family and kids, you yeah. know? He's balancing that as well. He worked, I think he mentioned, somewhere between eight and ten years for like a card making company yeah. and doing all that and getting experience with video. You know, we don't see all of that and you know, we have to be patient, you right. know. Yeah. Right. We have to realize that we're going to have to go through some of those things to right. get where Peter is. It's not just gonna happen overnight. And we may never get where Peter is. Right. Right. You know what I mean? And you need to be okay with that. Yeah. Like our standard should not be the standard of somebody else or no. the success of somebody right. else. You know, just go with it. Just let it right. happen. Yeah. You know, do what you do and get better at it, mm -hmm. and just stop stop doing what every everybody else is doing because you're seeing that it works for them. Like, do your own thing and let yeah. that work for you. Yeah. So, yeah. there's a lot of times where we just turn off. Right? Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched a YouTube video in a couple of weeks now. Sorry, Sorry maybe Peter. almost a month. <laughs> wow. You know, just you know, I kind of get to that point where it's like, let me turn that uh -huh. off a little bit. Super. I know where to go back and mm -hmm. you know get that quick inspiration. Right. And uh, but I just feel like I have to focus on on me for a little while. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, and it's been great. So I've been kind of doing the same thing. Plus, with since we work together, we very much constantly are in conversation of talking about this stuff, which is great to really actually get the ideas and like kind of thought process out with someone else that is also going through the same thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's. Very much been a big thing as well too, but I didn't intentionally kind of tune out YouTube or even like social media. It kind of just happened. I just yeah. stopped watching YouTube videos. I just, I just started doing what I wanted to do with video and photo, and not really focusing on anybody else. Right. You know, it's kind of what is. I, there's something that Gary Vee has said that you've told me about. Like, stop. He literally, I think, in one of his videos said, "Stop watching this video and just go do something." Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, that's. I think he's mentioned a lot. He's like my my. Uh, my hope is that uh, all of you will stop consuming my content and just go do the things that I want to do or that I'm telling you to do. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, his, I mean, Gary's stuff is insane and it's all the same. Yes. You know, he's saying the same thing now that he said two years ago when I heard, when I first found him. Right. You know, uh, which be is you. What's yeah, that right? Yeah. Be you. Yeah. 
I mean, it's just like work hard and be positive and just make stuff happen. Like that's his whole thing. Like mm-hmm. and patience. Yeah. I mean, he tells everybody, no what, no matter what your generation is, is what we just said. Is yeah. We it, it takes years sometimes. Yeah. But be right. patient. Yeah. If you be patient, you dig. Yeah. Dig mm-hmm. deep and you work hard. You put the hours in. Right. Something will come of it. Yeah. We have to accept that that something should just be very personal to you, yeah. it not ra- not ranked up against Peter or the other yeah. people. Right. It's, it's you. Right. You know. That's kind of like one of those things. Like, how many people go to college nowadays and get a diploma? You don't just go to college and they just hand you a diploma without right. you going through years of work and learning and you know experience and doing it, yes. and then you get the diploma. It's not. It's that self gratification. Like I want, and I want it now. Yeah. Like you know, right. you don't want to put the work in. And I really like it. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Mars Bar before. I've told it to Brian. I think I mentioned to you before, actually, if I asked if you've heard of him. But um, he got sponsored by this company that's work hard everywhere. And I, just, I love that saying because it's like so many people want to get to, you know, maybe where Peter McKinnon is, but they don't want to put the work in. Right. They have to realize that it is late hours constantly. I mean, being depleted and not wanting to create and just right. Right. roller coaster ride yeah. and all that hard work that got them to that point because they didn't just do nothing for 10 years well speaking of inspiration Matt you are an inspiration to me I'm um, so happy we we crossed paths you connected reached out to us Um, you know it's it's cool to watch you know because in in getting to know you more you know I I can see deeper into what you're doing you know in your content and uh, you know it's cool it's cool to watch I appreciate uh, that I appreciate you um, being a part of this podcast, yeah, and uh, it's been super cool to have you. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give you a chance to plug, you know, um, plug, plug your social media, all plug who it. you are, plug it in. All of it. <laughs> what do I want to plug? Yeah, plug. Uh, well, I'm going to plug Deeper Roots. Yes. Um, just because they're so gracious with the space, mm-hmm. and it's a, just an amazing place to be able to create and do stuff and they give me a lot of freedom here to test things and try things and I'm just really grateful uh, so uh, deeperroots.com um, I'm currently working on the new website so awesome. if you want to wait a little bit to check that out that's cool too but uh, if you want to buy some coffee go buy it on deeperroots.com um, also deeperrootsdrc on Instagram that's where we spend a lot of our time social media stuff um, also on Instagram, my personal account where I post stuff about my family sometimes. I post some coffee stuff. Sometimes there's some bourbon or product. It's just a bunch yeah. of stuff. It's your me. life. It's my yeah. stuff. Um, two underscores, Matt Hoffman, two underscores. So we can link this, right? Yeah, so just click the link. It's yeah. fine. Um, and then a story about coffee on Instagram. Yes. And if you want to check out YouTube, it's Matt Hoffman Made. Uh, okay. Yeah, YouTube.com slash Matt Hoffman made. Get that hundred subscribers a couple weeks ago. Got that was it? got that hundo. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, awesome. I'm pushing one twenty now. I'm getting there. <laughs> awesome, dude. Growing, man. It's <laughs> weird. I was like, I'm only putting out like a video a week and I'm like, mm. people are subscribing. I'm like, oh that's kinda cool. I'm not really working that hard on it. So sure. but I might I might actually start doing daily in September. Oh wow. Mm. I just I just thought about it today. So we'll see. The challenge. Sure. We'll see what happens. Sure. Uh I hope this is an accountability because I just announced it. You so did. I might, I might yeah. do it. So I know Brian, you're going to text you, you know, now, like gonna, September. Hey, where's your video? Where's your video? I'm waiting. Where's your like. video, man? 
yeah, so watch for that. It'll probably happen. If not in September, it'll happen in October for sure. I was already thinking about doing it, but mm-hmm. I saw the challenge cool. in the No Small Creative Group today. So Awesome. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's all I've got going on right now. Yeah. Um, Double plug Deeper Roots again, because it is awesome to have the opportunity twice now to come down here and just shoot pictures and video and create, and then now the podcast. Yeah. Because not a lot of companies are just like, yeah, you know, just come down and just basically do whatever. And yeah. also, shout out to having coffee also while we're yeah. doing the podcast. Ooh, yeah. yeah. All the coffee finished. we want, man. Yeah. I'm amazing. only wrapping up the podcast because I'm out of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Time to go back for more. But, but uh, no, man, again, thank you so much. Logan, you want to plug anything? Um, we I think everybody already knows all my yeah, plugs. We, we I don't really link everything. Have um, anything else? Yeah, Twenty the, YouTube channels. 20 uh, channels. <laughs> <laughs> Posting daily, but you know, Matt, thanks for inspiring us. Thanks for making us step up our game. Sure. And uh, you know, everyone out there, you know, um, join us on Facebook. Imagine Capture Create. We're also on Instagram. We'll put all the links to what Matt said. And um, we're looking forward to the next episode. Mm-hmm. So, and tune in next week. So, yes. thanks a lot. Cool. Bye. See ya.